You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In today's episode, I share five content creation tips for when you're feeling uninspired. If you're feeling stuck on what to post, this episode is for you. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are looking at five content creation tips for when you're feeling uninspired. Now, a question I get all the time from my clients is what should I post on social media? And something that I will often tell them is that it's not really about the one post. It's about the body of work. So it's in the content that you're sharing over time that is really going to make a difference when it comes to building a community and making a sale. But let's talk about those moments when you're like, okay, I just need to get something out. What do I post? Nothing feels good. I'm not inspired. Here's some of my best content creation tips that I'll give you. The first one is to get inspired. And by that, I mean, you have to go outside. You have to go live your life, go to a coffee shop, go on a date with your significant other, do mindset work, change your environment. But the point is that you need to go out and get inspired. So much of our content And what really resonates with our potential clients is our energy. And I think so often what I have noticed over the years is that one of the big reasons why clients will hire me is because of my lifestyle. Now, that does not mean to, you know, put a bunch of handbags on social media if that doesn't feel authentic for you. But for me, I think the thing that people really resonate with is I can take my dogs for a walk every single day. I can cook dinner for my husband every single night. If I want to go to Paris for the weekend, I go to Paris for the weekend. It's the maximum time, freedom, and flexibility that's really appealing. And I can talk about that on my podcast. I can talk about that in an email, but there's a difference between talking versus showing. So even just showing your life, showing your fun day out, showing your get inspired day on social media and getting some of that feedback from clients and potential clients and friends messaging you can give you a lot of energy. And you start thinking about How am I running my business? What are my values? Why am I doing this? You know, the fact that it is, let's say, a Monday morning and you're able to sleep until nine and go to a coffee shop versus feeling the stress of I've got to be up at seven so that I could be at my nine to five, that is such a blessing. So really just being able to lean into the time freedom that your business does afford you and using that as an opportunity to get inspired is a great way to go ahead and come up with some content ideas. The other thing is just really simply talking about what it is that you're doing and tying that to your business somehow is really powerful. So as an example, let's say you go to a coffee shop and you're doing some people watching and you're noticing that people are really kind of mindlessly grabbing their coffee and going. How is that representative of what you're seeing in your clients? Let's say you go outside for a walk and you are struck by how quiet and peaceful it is. How is that a mirror for what's happening in your business? So really just go out, just go do something, go get inspired. The second content creation tip I would give you is to go through your data and your analytics and see what's performed well. Now, this is one of my favorite hacks is I will literally just go into my 
um, Instagram analytics. I'll see what has been my top performing content in the past year or two. And then I will either repost that directly or I will find a way to maybe expand on one of those ideas, maybe expand on one of those topics. Maybe I'm noticing, okay, in the last six months, the thing that's really performing super well for me is carousels. So maybe I might think, okay, well, what carousel can I go do? So I look at my data and analytics because sometimes what we find is that the reason why we feel so inspired when it comes to content is we have to make all of these decisions at once. What's my idea? What's my format? What's my platform? And then let's say you're doing something like a reel or a graphic, then it gets even more specific and you have to make even more decisions about what is my caption going to be? What outfit am I going to wear? What does my graphic going to look like? And that starts to get really heavy. So using data and analytics to kind of make some of those decisions for you, like these are the topics you should be talking about, this is the format you should be sharing content in, can be really helpful because a lot of times a lack of inspiration is tied with decision fatigue. So this will help. The other thing that you could go ahead and do, my third tip for you, would be to go through your content bank and see if any ideas or topics are jogging inspiration for you. So I recently did a video recording day in December, and I recorded 72 reels in about four hours, and I did not have any of those topics picked ahead of time. I gave my husband my content bank, and he was going through finding little one-liners and ideas, throwing them out to me. On my breaks in between recording, I would go through my phone, go into my content bank, look for little ideas and see what I could talk more about. But your content bank, which hopefully you should have one if you've been listening to my podcast enough, you know I'm a big fan of the content bank. Your content bank is so helpful not only for storing your content, but for storing your ideas. And whenever I need to come up with a podcast topic or a masterclass topic, it's really easy to go into my content bank because we have over 2,000 posts at this point and just see if anything is kind of catching my eye or sticking out to me. And I trust that intuitive nudge. I think that there's a reason that that stuck out to me. And so I'll run with it. The fourth thing I would suggest is to go through your client session notes and see what clients are asking about. Now, I keep client session notes really simply just on Google Docs. Maybe this isn't something that you are doing yet, but what you could go ahead and do if you wanted to hack this is let's say you record your coaching sessions. Sometimes if you are in Zoom, there will be a transcript of the chat. So I will ask my clients to submit their questions written down in the chat so that I have that transcript and I can always go back and pull it. You could take the group coaching call recording and run it through a transcript service like rev.com or otter. And you can get that transcript and see what is it that my clients are asking about. You can also do this really simply by looking at your Voxer, your Slack, your Facebook group. What are the questions that are coming in? If you collect progress reports, notice if there are any common themes when it comes to struggles or wins. Let's say you don't have a ton of clients yet. Go into your Instagram DMs or your email inbox and see what potential clients are asking about. What are the things that they're struggling with? Reflect on previous sales calls. What are the patterns that you're noticing? But what I tend to find to be true is that my clients kind of go in themes or waves. So everyone will be struggling with content and then everyone will be struggling with mindset and then everyone will be struggling with sales. And obviously that's not an absolute statement, right? I work with several hundred clients, so not every single person at the same time is struggling with something. But I do think that because of the nature of our businesses being largely social media driven, we are hearing a lot of the same content. 
And that is triggering a lot of the same conversations in our brain. And because a lot of the work I do is in group coaching programs and masterminds, a lot of these conversations are happening and it almost creates an echo chamber. So it's natural that a lot of clients are going to have questions about the same thing at the same time. I remember a couple of years ago when COVID hit, this high profile influencer put out a post basically saying that if someone is on a payment plan, you should let them cancel the payment plan. And then I had all these clients coming to me saying, everyone's trying to cancel their payment plans. What do I do? So I definitely do think that there is a ripple effect with social media. And that's just the nature of virality, right? If somebody's talking about it, eventually everybody's talking about it. So it is definitely easy to figure out what your people are worrying about, thinking about, and create content for them. I will sometimes see in my Facebook groups, a client posts a question and I will immediately go create a piece of content addressing that question. And not only is that of course helpful for the client who had that question, maybe I don't always post it the same day, maybe a couple of days later, but if I know that this is something that keeps coming up, it is so helpful to have that content available so that when people do find my Instagram, they can see, okay, these are the conversations she's having. These are the problems that I'm experiencing. These are the conversations I need to have. So it's a really, really powerful way to create content when you're feeling uninspired. And the last kind of really super simple tip here is just to reimagine old content. Now, something we have noticed over the years is that content formats will evolve. And so, for example, way back in the day when I got started in my business seven years ago, which feels a bit crazy to say I've been in business seven years now, the really big popular thing was to have super long format posts, not even Instagram. Instagram wasn't even that big back then, but just Facebook with a picture of yourself. And it would be pretty much like a blog post, but you would share it on social media. Then it started getting to be a lot shorter content, but just more volume. Then we started seeing, you know, more live videos, long form videos, big YouTube era. Now we're starting to see a lot more short form videos. We're also starting to see a lot of carousels, quote graphics used to be really big. And so for me, what I think about is rather than coming up with new content ideas, how can I take the content that I've already created and just reimagine it? So as an example, all of those super long form posts that I used to do back in the day, my graphic designer will chop them up and turn them into a carousel. So that super long po caption that would have been you know, below the picture is now the graphics. The idea being that people are gonna keep swiping, it's gonna be great for my Instagram algorithm reach. I will sometimes have super long form content that I'm like, why don't I just record this as a reel? So then that post gets added to our reels ideal list. I will see carousels that I did and then I'll turn that into a podcast. So that one post that maybe I wrote five years ago has been a blog post on my website. It's been an email sent out to my list. It's been a carousel. It's been a reel. It's probably been a podcast episode. So it's just all of this repurposing and reimagining of old content where I'm taking maybe the same idea, but a different format or the same idea, but maybe I'm going deeper and I'm doing a part two or I'm, it's the same idea, but I'm just repeating it because maybe you found me yesterday, but I also have clients, you know, who found me five years ago, even if they saw that post five years ago, does it really matter if they see it five years later? No. So just finding ways to reimagine that old content can be super helpful for you because if the idea is just, I just need to post something, I just need to post something. I'm not feeling inspired. These are some tips that are going to get you going. So get inspired, go through your data and see what works, go through your content bank, go through any client session notes or client inquiry. And just find ways to reimagine old content. And when all else fails, just repost. I do this all the time. Go through my Instagram, see what I posted a year ago, copy, paste, reshare. 
when I don't have the time to reimagine, when I don't have the time to go deeper, that is enough just to get something out. I think that done is better than perfect. And also remember, it's not about the one post. It's about the body of work. So these are some little tips and tricks when you're stuck on a Monday and you're feeling like I need to post something today. Here's some tips for you. But remember, we've got to go much deeper. We have to really be thinking about our content strategy. These are some tips to get you started and hopefully they will help you. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.